In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And he said, All these things I have kept from my youth. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard this, he became very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he became very sorrowful, he said, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God, for it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And those who heard it said, Who then can be saved? But he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. All right, we get to talk about money real early in this new sort of revamped version of the podcast. Um, I teach uh, I teach high school, uh, and I teach theology at a high school, and I <laughs> I've never actually asked my students this, but I I often wonder if um, so. Part of what they do in their homework is read um, read the gospels. And I, I often wonder um, if the, the amount of questions that I put into um, their sort of their reading packet um, that ask about Jesus talking about money, I often wonder if, if it becomes, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how often they read the Gospels or have read the Gospels before this class, but... The first time you read through the Gospels and you're really paying attention, you really get an idea of just how often money is what is the topic of discussion. It's surprising that, I mean, Jesus talks about money almost as often as he talks about heaven and hell. Um, but anyway, that's, that is what comes into my mind now when I... When I read these passages about money as I often am reminded just how often money is brought up. Um, and I think of my, my students who, some of whom may be really experiencing the Gospels um, for the first time, uh, studying them for the first time, um, rather than just hearing them in little snippets uh, once a week at liturgy. Um, but I digress, and I've now digressed for almost two minutes, so... On the, fir the first part of this reading that I want to bring up is just the very opening. Someone walks up to Jesus and says, Good teacher, 
What shall I do to inherit eternal life? This man has been listening to Jesus. He's heard of Jesus. He's asking, what do I do? You know, I've heard you talk about the kingdom of heaven. I've heard you say these things. All right, I'm in. Give me the checklist. Give me, give me, give me a list of things I have to do. Tell me how to do, how to live out what you're doing. And we'll, we'll see as we get, you know, further through. Jesus does have a response to this. But I think it's good to just take a step back and say, okay, what a good question. It's, it's just, it's, there's, there's a certain just wisdom in knowing what questions to ask, even before you have an answer, even before you say the question out loud. Just knowing what question even to ask, that's, that's important and that's good to know. And it's, in a sense, it's, it's by this, this coming, into, coming into an interaction with Christ. Um, we talk about, well, so I'm, I'll par- borrow an image from, from pagan philosophy here called uh, the divine mirror. And it's something that Socrates um, is says in one of the Platonic dialogues. He says, someone asks him who 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 taught him all these wise things that he knows, and he says, "I I learn only from the best. I have for my teacher God Himself, and I gaze upon God, and He reflects." me to myself so that I can see myself for what I really am. And it's, it's an image that I use with my students regularly is when we come into contact with God, we compare ourselves to him. And the, the reasonable reaction to comparing ourselves to God is to realize how little we are compared to him. How much there is wrong with us. How little we resemble him um, in our fallen state and in our sinfulness and in our, uh, our, you know, our lack of caring that we aren't like him. And we push him away and we don't think about it. We, we, we try not to interact with God because every time we interact with God, it's frightening and it shows us our real selves. And so we distract ourselves. We use our phones and our social media and even books. And we use our hobbies and we use our job and we use our family and we use our friends. And we use all these things not appropriately, not in the way that we ought to use them. We don't use them as a means of seeking God. Often we're using these things as a distraction so that we don't have to think about God, so that we don't have to compare ourselves to the divine majesty and understand how little we resemble God still. And that is the great, great weapon of the evil one. It's to shut down the question. It's to stop us from asking good questions. The spirit that prompted this certain ruler to ask, good teacher, to recognize God in Christ, 
maybe not was he fully aware what he's doing no but he is he's calling christ good christ will go on to say only one person is good and we're like yes that's that's why he calls you that that's what we understand from it um a spirit prompted this this man to say what do i have to do he came into contact with christ and he realized he wasn't there yet and he said give me give me my job give me my orders and that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is prompting that drive, that desire to, to, be, to be more like the good that we come in contact with. It's the evil spirit that shuts down the question, that keeps us comfortable, and that keeps us distracted. And so we need to be fostering in ourselves not curiosity or ambition exactly, but... We need to be prompting, or not prompting ourselves, but we need to be fostering in ourselves um, a, an inclination to listen to the right spirit, to listen to the spirit that prompts us to go deeper into the mystery of God and to start asking the good questions. God, who are you? Who am I? And how, what shall I do to inherit eternal life?